This is Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. Jennifer! Richard! I'm so happy to see you. I'm so happy to see you too. Um, you look lovely, can I say? Thank and for you. those people who are tuning in on the radio or their podcast, Jennifer does look lovely, okay? Let me just say <laughs> Even though she's wearing razor blades around her neck, just in case you get too close. Just in case I want to bring back, you know, cocaine as a- Oh, yeah, or if somebody comes up and grabs you and tries to kiss you, they're going to get a little mouthful of razor blades. <laughs> Sorry, just kidding. No, no, it's a, you've worn that before. It's a lovely- all right, so I'm. I sound like I'm rushing, but I'm not. Uh, there for those out there who want to tune in to the Menla uh, conference, they do. They did start it today. Yes, they did. But I won't be talking. Not you know, I and mean, you should tune in. But I won't be speaking until uh, Saturday afternoon. I that's think true. it's like three forty-five Eastern Standard Time. Or maybe that's LA time. I better that's, check it to make sure I don't miss that it. That is very exciting. So um, I just asked Jennifer this question. I'm going to ask her to her again. Do you have any idea who I'm going to invite today? I have zero. I have, sorry, I'm just getting my little pencil ready. I Are they dead or are they alive? That's well, and, and because Jennifer and I have done been doing this for seven years, every week. I'm not here to prove her abilities. I know your abilities. But yes, this person has left the planet. Okay. And, um, and it's somebody that we should be aware of through Luana, because this person was a close friend of Luana. She, I'll give you a she, and her first name is Sally. Hot lips? Yeah. Oh, she's with her hubby. Please describe what does that mean? People out there don't know. Brought him in. They have the whole group. There's like a whole group over there. They're so excited. They've been waiting for her. Wow. And they said in a Sally fashion, and you know, I've only, I've met her once. I know that you guys are dear friends. I'm so sorry for your loss, Rich. Thanks. And I know that you cared for her deeply. I met her at your 50th birthday party. You did? <laughs> or 60th. I'm so glad you met her. Oh, that's great. I, I didn't, know. I forgot about that. Of course you were there. I was wow. just so enamored with her. And they said, they're saying that in her own little fashion, she was always late to the party. So she's late to the party up there. And I don't know if that's true or <laughs> no, not. No, that is true. Sally and was said always that like, she just, fashionably she late. Now listen, late. I found this out 15 minutes ago that she had oh passed away God. yesterday. And sorry, for most Oh, it's honey. I, but, you know, I'm doing it because it's a service to humanity, to our audience, to people on the planet, to hear someone like Sally. And, and of course, I don't even know if her son and her close friends know. It's 15 minutes ago, literally. But the reason she I realized. She died peacefully last night in her sleep. Very good. That's what I heard. That was the okay. report that I got. She said that she was she saw the crowded room. She's showing me. Oh, sorry. By the way, this is Sally Kellerman for those who I don't think we said her last name. I didn't even know her last and name. And Hot Lips, Hot Lips Zulahan was a character that she created for the film oh, MASH. MASH. That's right. Not on the TV show, but the film. No, Alan Alda's still here, but she mentioned an Alan. Who's Alan up there with her? 
Well, hold on. Let me just talk about her for a second. So she didn't, you know, she was nominated for an Oscar for MASH. Very close friend of Luana's and Jack Nicholson and that crowd. And her daughter, Hannah, passed away not long after her husband, Jonathan, about a month later. And Jonathan produced um, all of my films, at least three of my films. Uh, Terrific. just real fast. If people are looking for, like, I'm trying to get my Apple Pencil connected. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that you don't have to write things down. <clears throat> but yeah, Jonathan Crane is her husband. He was John Travolta's manager. Got it. Uh, okay. And and was a film producer and a terrific friend. Uh, and and he passed away suddenly. And we talked to him. He had a heart attack. We talked to him about that. And then their daughter, Hannah, passed away like a month later. And we talked to Hannah about that. And my condolences to her brother, Jack. But I just want to say my wife, Sherry, had a vision of um, Sally. Aww. Being embraced. Just what you said. Exactly what you said. And that there were. So and the reason I pointed out that it's not too soon is because Sally had been suffering from dementia for the past couple of years. And we've heard this in our research consistently that they, most of their energy is already back home. Okay, go ahead. No, she's just showing me she's there waiting. She's like, let's hurry up. I have it. She's drinking coffee. She has a little coffee cup and she was mentioning, so she's mentioning a picture right now. I don't need my freaking apple stupid thing. I'm so mad. Um, it won't connect. Isn't that right. funny? Don't worry about it. No, I'm all paper. About you can use paper. I'm it's okay. About, I'm all about connection, but yet I can't connect. That's really frustrating for me. Okay. So she's okay. Tell me to calm down because she already knows how this works. Hold on. That's so funny. Two helicopters are driving or driving by, flying by my office right now. That's so cool. Mash. Um, Mash. That's okay. Cool. She says it was the sweetest reunion with her fully being there. She's been floating back. I've been there the whole time for the last two solid years. She says that she's been over there, you know, and she goes, and probably five before off and on. Off and on. Okay. Off and on. But she said that, um, oh, you brought her cookies. And I vaguely remember, you know, if you told me this, I'm sorry to bring it up. But she said, I was there when you came in. And she said that I heard what you said to me and how sweet and she said, you made jokes that I didn't understand, but I do now. I do understand. Oh, wow. And she said it was over her birthday. It was her birthday. True. And then she showed me that um, she said she doesn't remember because she couldn't taste anything. She says she doesn't remember tasting. <laughs> oh, well, I can tell you that uh, the great film director, Randall Kleiser, and I, who was also a dear friend of Sally's, we would go together on her birthday and bring her chocolate her favorite. And I'd sent her a box uh, for Valentine's Day. I guess, you know, she probably didn't receive it. I don't know. But anyway, the idea is I would go every year. It's so funny. She's showing me she really couldn't taste anything from here. Interesting. 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 But but even though she said she can sense something hot and cold, but she couldn't taste anything. Wow. And for those tuning in for the first time or the last time, I've heard we've heard this before that people with dementia, it's like they leave a foot outside the pool or right. or and, and the rest of them is already in the water. And so okay. the idea of just there's enough go, about that. More about me. Hold on a second. Go ahead. Don't, don't mean to interrupt. Um, no, please do. 
I love it because you're going to get people saying, why does she keep interrupting you, Rich? <laughs> no, it's Sally. Go ahead, Sally. You're on. She says that it was bittersweet. Um, did she have an animal or a cat or something like that? But she had a few, a couple of them. Okay. Pinky and Chico. One of, them, one of them's up there right now. And the other one had to be given to somebody, I think. Oh, it's possible. I don't know. Um, probably before she went into the home. Um, or she said afterwards. Well, not, she didn't know. So, it doesn't so matter. I, I could, if, if she wants me to, I can ask her specifically about people that she's seen already. What was it like to see Luana? A warm embrace. If you can. Okay. She says it was a warm embrace of like colors and like if colors represented heat or coolness, she goes, it was everything combined. So if you can imagine the pinks and the blues, she said, um, I knew I was home. I knew I was home. Have you seen some of the other like members of our class, like Marlon? Have you seen All Marlon? All of them. So she what was it like to see Marlon Brando? Because okay, I, know that's he, funny. I don't know anything. Just you don't know anything about it, but she spent an evening with Marlon. Don't him. say anything. She's well, I d okay. But I, I want to know what it was like running into him and what that was like. Well, what it was like was he just, she, before you said that, she was showing me her seeing Marla <laughs> Brando and he went, he gave her this look like, come here. <laughs> <laughs> And then she disputed what happened or something like that. She said that. Um, I know what she's talking about. She goes, I disputed it. She goes, every, you can't lie up here. Everybody knows. He just blew it up because he was drinking too much or something like that. Um, he, I just want to say. She loves him like, she loves him like a brother. She just kissed him on his head. Um, she, he saw her. She was a waitress at La Poubelle on Sunset Strip when she was an actress. And he stuck around and said something like, are you going to ignore me all night? And yeah. they ended up going back home together. And then that's way she... what, okay, that's what she showed me was he was at a table. He so he was across the table, and I just assumed that that was the classroom or whatever. But that's so funny. And so then once they got home, she the way she told the story was he like chased her around all evening, you know, trying to like get in there, and then left a note in the morning because he had to go, and he just left a note. And then she, when she got to her friend, she said, "Oh my God, I was with Marlon. No one believed her." They were like, do, do you have the note that he's left behind? Because they all adored him so much. And she wished that she had succumbed to his charm. Well, she did say, she did say, though, if I would have done that, I wouldn't have been on TV. I wouldn't have been, <laughs> he probably, like, for some reason. Right, that would have been that. one of the conquests. All right, I, I have some deep questions to ask you, Sally. Okay. So uh, and the mundane ones are like your parents, your father, your mother. Have you been at, been together with them? And what was that like? Yes. She said that um, her father and her got over whatever it was that happened, like went issues. on in their life. Issues. Okay, issues. That why she left her house, I guess, early on. Ran away, house. sort of, yeah, yeah, became an actor. I don't know. That's just what she says. She I do. I she, help. Said that, oh, boy. she said that it was the best thing for her because she wouldn't have been who she was and wouldn't have met all these people if she didn't have a father. That, so that was all planned. So before. So and that goes to this deeper question, because I helped Sally with her autobiography um, and somebody else wrote it, but I helped her sort of say it to me. Okay. I had her just record it. And by the way, for the audience, I know nothing about this. <laughs> no, she. I haven't told anybody. And, and but let's just say this. 
when you were a young girl, there was a your best friend's father that took it upon himself to climb into bed with you. And I asked you about that in horror. And you said, well, it was it was gentle. It was, it was a gentle molestation, is the way you put it, which only Sally could. But the point being that you didn't allow it to define who you are. And I'm just asking your opinion about looking at that incident. She said she actually felt sorry for him. She knew he was sick, even back then. So, and that's she what she said. That's she what she said to me. Okay. I couldn't comp comprehend it. I can't, she was saying. I can't comprehend it. But she, under, out of empathy for him, she, she felt that, like. That's what she's saying. But she also, that was her gift. She saw through why people were the way that they were. And unfortunately, she said to her, you know, dismay, she probably should have had blinders on or should have not have had all that. But she said, that's why she, she was a huge animal rights activist, I guess. Or she like, and I'm not saying, but she just had a deep caring for human rights. She had a deep caring for uh, empathy. She could okay. listen to people with empathy. Yeah. Um, now you dated Henry. <laughs> like, she said you were like her pet dog. <laughs> you dated Henry Kissinger. Anything you want to say to Henry who's not on the flip side? He's still over here. Big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I had to throw that in there. I didn't know it. She goes, I loved his brain, his mind. Sorry, not his brain, his mind. Again, I knew where he was coming from and chose to ignore the ramifications, I guess, with who he was. With who he was. All right, I'm going to ask you about Jennifer Jones. Uh, I, Jennifer may not know who that is. And laughed and laughed. She's just showing me laughing with Jennifer Jones. Like, oh my God, you waited for so long for smoking cigarettes. Oh my God, you waited so long to get up here. I had to wait forever. Very good. Jennifer and her were very close friends. Jennifer was a famous yeah. uh, movie star. And, okay. and actually at one point suggested that I get married at her house. She met my, Sherry and I and said, why don't you get married she, at my she house? She had a cancer, correct? I think so. Friends. Yeah, I think Jennifer yeah. did. Uh, and so other people that you were surprised to see on the flip side that you weren't quite aware that were waiting and standing by for you. Hold on. She's showing me Prince. So just give me a second. Okay. I don't think she met him in life. She didn't. But you said she was surprised. She was just surprised. The whole class is pretty big, she says. So she's showing me Tom Petty. She's showing me um, one more. But she's also, What? They'll say, remind me to say something off the air. <laughs> uh, so can you just you... Stop, stop it for just a second and I'll tell you. Uh, okay. Okay. For those who are turning back in, Jennifer just mentioned somebody who's still on the planet who has a little bit of uh, memory loss and we don't want to talk about people. She says, it's probably, it's probably, she says it's probably a good thing. Probably a good thing. <laughs> Uh, so, right. so then hold on a second. She was also, she loves music. So she was very excited. Oh, I know. I know. Did I you know. know that Sally was a singer? William? No. Yeah, she, sure. Okay. And then she says, um, oh my, Robin Williams. I'm so sorry, Robin. Hold on. <laughs> oh, 
I have always said, because we've had this discussion that when Steve Jobs shows up, I have to acknowledge him. And he went in there with like a tool trying to, he goes, now are you getting the frequency butter? Like, <laughs> yes, I he's helping. Him after, after his, you know, his. Yeah. Water. After we've had those conversations with him. Yeah, of course. Like I can't prove it to you anymore. And I'm like, I promise you, I'll always mention you every time I see you, regardless of who it is. Um, Do you have any messages for Randall? Let me ask you, Sally. Hurry up. <laughs> you mean get back to work, I hope. Oh, he's Randall's. Too, she says she's too young. Hold on. He's too young. Yes, Randall Kleiser. She was, she was kidding around. I don't know who it is, but give no, me no. While Randall Kleiser was a film director. He did like this. He's shaking some things off. Like she's going like this to his suit. Like just like brushing, brushing off, it off. Brushing off his suit and saying, you got this. You got this. Okay, you very good. This. You've always had it. You just weren't connected to it. And what do you mean by that, Sally? I mean, you and got I love you, and I love you deeply. I love you deeply. Love you deeply. What do you mean by you got this? You mean don't stress, don't worry about life, or oh, everybody's different. So hold on. What's his name again? I'm sorry. Randall. Randall. He just needs to know that we're all rooting for him, but he doesn't need it. Wow. Okay. Very good. I just got off the phone with him and I said, do you have any questions for Sally? And he went, that is the weirdest question I've ever heard in my life <laughs> because that's the kind of guy I am. Like, you know, I'm going to talk to Sally in a few minutes. What do you want to ask her? Anyway, I, I said I would ask something. So Sally, other people that were, you were so oh, close to, go she ahead. Said- To sign that contract, but I don't know if it's for real estate. I'm not quite sure what it's for. Okay. That's something to do with the contract. To sign it, yes, he should go ahead with whatever that thing he's doing. Yes, he needs to get his feet wet. Needs to get his feet wet. Wet. Yeah. Okay, very good. So Uh, whatever means it. I'm gonna throw out some more names. Sydney Pollock was a good friend of yours. Okay, is Sydney here over there? Sydney's over there and he's a film director and that's right. That's right. Um We've talked to Sydney before. I think she loved dating him at one point or seeing him <laughs> early. Well, he year. used to come over to their house and I would cook fajitas. I was the fajita king. And Sydney Maybe was... Something was going on a little bit, she's saying. Wow. Uh, they, also, they had a group together, which is kind of an offshoot of our class. And uh, Frank... Oh, Geary. for writing. For writing, she says. No, actually, for uh, psychotherapy. Well, that's, okay, but that's what they got out of it. Okay. Oh, I see. Writing or something. That's well, Jonathan, Jonathan met Luana and Sally in this group setting with a Milton Wexler, a psychotherapist, very famous psychotherapist, Blake Edwards. He's Uh, brilliant. He's brilliant. He's brilliant. Oh, so you've seen Milton. How's Milton doing? (laughs) Hold on. I mean, did she go there and say that he was right about everything? She goes, no, I told him how effed up it was. <laughs> wow. Okay. So a correction of. I don't uh, know. I don't, but he's brilliant. His madness made us believe a certain way. That's great. We had to have someone as an arbitrator in this group. <laughs> right. Um, that's funny. And it combined. So either way, however it was, it made us feel connected to each other. So is it wrong? Then no. 
No, and, and that's a wonderful way to put it because of course they're all together sort of working together to learn something, even if the guy guiding the bus doesn't know where he's going. That's no, a, she says he knew nothing. <laughs> <laughs> a very that's unusual way good. to put it. It sounded good. No, of course. And Jennifer, you don't know who she he just is, keeps. I know, but she just keeps drinking the Kool Aid. Like she, I, <laughs> I can't make this up. You know, I know nothing I, about. No, this. I know you don't. It's so fascinating. And then Sally, uh, other people that were you were friendly with that you want to mention, anyone, um, film on. directors or she keeps you worked up. with so many. I know Robert Town is here, our dear friend Robert. Who we right. love. Oh, but there's Robert Altman. Does she want to mention him? That's it. Okay. Okay. Very, I, that's what I was thinking. That's why I I like, think and there's still an Alan. She keeps showing me Alan Alda. So I know that there's an Alan up there somewhere that she. Had. I'll think of it in a minute. Yeah, somebody that was connected to her, but but Robert Altman, who directed MASH, oh, remained, okay. remained really close friends with Sally over the years. She said that she, she says that he protected her. He put like a bubble around her and wouldn't let anybody get in, including all the guys that tried, tried to come in. <laughs> well, and he also saw her unique ability and comedy and, you know, he really adored her and that he worked with her a number of times. So she just showed me oh, Private Benjamin. What's her name? And I know she's still here. Goldie uh, Hawn. Goldie oh, Hawn's a friend. Yeah. Okay. It's almost like tell her how much I love her. Okay. I, I have Goldie's email. I'd be happy to tell her that. And our friendship over the years. And thank you for the flowers. Very good. I, you know, I'm not aware of that. I don't know what that means, but I'm happy to send that on to Goldie. And I feel uh, like she feels that she um, went and saw her too. She so. might've maybe in a play or something backstage. I mean, yeah. Sally also performed as a singer Which many, many, many years. You didn't know about it. And she actually gave up her acting career because she really wanted to be a singer. So after MASH, after the nomination, she went on tour and out of her own pocket had this tour all over the, you know, the country and waste, you know, spent all of her money. And then, but fantastic singer. And, and yeah. Jonathan helped her uh, do a number of, you know, her husband, the producer. And I went to see her play many times. And they're, she was they're making me feel the music, dude. Like she's singing some. Well, she performed a song called Black Coffee in my film Limit Up. And okay. she also sang the title song on You Can't Hurry Love. Oh, your buddy's coming in. Um, Charles Grove. Yeah, because I just got the music from, um, I just got the music from Heaven Can Wait. Heaven Can Wait. Oh, very good. Why I love the Rams and I won squares in the Rams. I won. <laughs> I won well, the, of course, I Chuck won knew Sally. Okay, Chuck knew Sally through Luana, of course. And that's how they all knew each other. What does Chuck want to say? He just made it a soft landing for her. Very good. And brought how her, did you guys do that? How did her, you? <laughs> he brought her. Sorry, don't mean to say how like that so loud. He brought her over to an interview over there. Hold on. Only it was Jimi Hendrix, of course, interviewing her, but he was there directing it. Oh wow! Funny. That is so funny. funny. All right, for the for oh, uh, for. Give me one second. Let me go ahead, please. Because he's showing me a show like how okay to discuss the transition from dementia to trend, like bringing her, the rest of her there and what that was like. 
Wow. And so was they're, Chuck. They're doing, they're doing research on the other side of the transitions and getting over there. So uh, just in terms huh. of this construct for people tuning in, uh, sometimes when people cross over, they find themselves doing something on, in a concert, on a talk show, and they're trying it, it help. It's a soft landing because they realize, oh, I'm still existing and I'm talking to friends of mine. So, Chuck, are you saying that you brought Sally onto a talk show and Jimmy was there hosting it? Yes, because then she knew it wasn't something that's happened before. Right, because Jimmy had never been the, you know, the Johnny Carson. But in, in Chuck, you may not remember, but in Chuck's explanation of his crossing over he got a soft landing because he was on a talk show and he could sort of see that that jimmy hendrix was interviewing him and he looked out in the audience and saw johnny carson and so it, what you're saying is that you gave her that same kind of a and now ladies and gentlemen sally kellerman and then she came out and sat down and was interviewed i i love this i'm sorry because they show me so much so you they showed me everybody sitting there. They did her life review with everybody around giving her love about her life review. Wow. And so they put that on the big screens because they showed me the Beatles, that song that you, that movie that was about the, you know, I don't know. I can't remember. Um, Across the universe about all their songs or. It's about, it's that one video that they made or that George Harrison, I'm not even sure where they went to a movie theater and all the different people were in the movie theater, all the front, like all these different actors and actresses were there. Might be hard or, day's night, but I don't know. It was, you know what the police coming after him or the FBI agents. Yeah, I think it's her. a hard day's night. Yeah. Okay. That music was playing in the background. It's been a hard day's night. Oh, she got a standing ovation for her life. She got a standing ovation from everybody because she touched everyone. Yeah, that's really cool to see. She's doing all right. Cool. She feels nothing but, it's so interesting because she feels nothing but love, but that's what she gave out. So imagine leaving this world if you love, like we always, you know, we've said it a zillion times. Thank you, Robin. Um, love, love. Like that is truly the essence of who we are by nature. And sure, we have car crashes and things that screw things up and whatever, but our essence is really love. And to leave, she felt all the love that she gave out returned to her like a whirlwind. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. And uh, well, Sally, we're, what do you want to tell people that are tuning in and in complete disbelief that we're talking to you? She says it's, I know, well, it might be the first time or last time I'll ever hear this again. <laughs> um, okay. Hold on. She says that no matter what, it's a safe landing transitioning to the other side. It's like a dance with the universe. Only it's with everyone you love. Nothing to be afraid of, nothing to fear. Even when you don't know where you are. <laughs> right away, because of her dementia. It comes flooding back. She goes, the dementia is just the grain in the sand in, in a beach of a lifetime and lifetimes of what she's done. And was there a first person there to embrace you? Or second? 
or third. The the person from MASH, the person that wrote. Oh, uh, Phil, uh, Robert Altman, the uh, director. Robert Altman, my mother. My dad came in later. I know, you have to show me again. Luana. And she said everybody else came in all at once, like Charles Grodin, Prince. Um, and I, Sally, I must ask you, you adopted your Betty sister's... Holliday? Betty Holiday? Billy Holiday. Billy Holiday. Singer, of course. She sang many of her songs. You okay. adopted your sister's daughter, Claire. And did Claire die from suicide? Or was she sick? She was sick. There was somebody that... Uh, no. Her, uh, oh, her, yes. Uh, Claire's father. He was sick. He was a, a, an addict. And he died from okay. an overdose. And Claire's on the planet. And and of Claire's, course, she's saying, "Okay, hold on a second. Claire's doing great. Oh, that's great. That's good to hear. Any he's messages for Claire? I don't know if Claire's aware of this work. That, he says that she's. Oh, she has to find out that she's passed away. Hold on. Um, just give I me a second. Go ahead. Claire's doing great. She says. She has to know how much I love her. And she wishes her all the love and companionship. She still has the rest of her life. Very good. Because I would be, uh, I haven't seen Claire in a long time. And, if, you know, when. As no one has. No one has. Jonathan passed away and then she sort of went off. And yeah. but her sister, I, I think her sister might still be on the planet. I'm not entirely did, sure. Did someone but, have breast cancer? Did her sister have breast cancer? It's fine. very possible. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Sandra Stevenson, her close friend popped into my head. Sandra oh, was also the Saturday Night Live person that was married to Gene Wilder. They were both Gilda Radner. Oh, Gilda Radner was one of the people that also greeted her. Oh, that's lovely. I didn't know they, I don't know if they knew each other in life, but it doesn't matter because they're all friends over there. But yeah. Sandra's with somebody, a very spiritual it's friend of hers. Better. Anything you want to say to Sandra? Her dream state of me visiting is real and that she did have a premonition a week ago that I was no longer going to be here. Wow. Okay. And to believe in her abilities because she doubts it. Because Sandra was the one who called me up when Luana passed away and said that she saw her in a classroom with all of these people dressed in white, which is exactly what Luana told me was her recurring dream. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. She, she says it's unfortunate that there's a lot of people still adding on <laughs> to the classroom, but she needs to know that she's very connected to it. She needs to know that she's been very, very connected to it. Thank you so much. So Sally, all of your friends, you know, we're going to miss you because you were just a light in our lives. Rich, and I'm really sorry. I know how much you love her. And I know that we talk about this and we're just like, this is a continuation of class. And sure, you guys have a deep love. She has a deep love for you and Sherry. You know, I was just fortunate to be a little bit starstruck when I met her at your birthday. <laughs> well, you know, I met her through Luana and they were like sisters. And uh, yeah. 
you know, and they were very close. And then it was funny because Sally's boyfriend, who eventually became the guy who produced like three of my films. So she was instrumental in my life and my journey. So, but I just wanted to. Now she let, says she could do it over there from there. <laughs> and, and she's giving us verisimilitude. She's stepping up to the plate and giving us truth about that life. Not only does life go on, but love goes on more importantly than life. Love goes on. If you want some, that's why it's so important. Like she showed me here and she showed me over there and that, and we've said this, but if you, whatever you want, you have to give it away, but it's not, she just made that more instead of being so etheric, she's saying that that's what you feel, that's what you get back when you get up there. That's so you beautiful. get all the love and all the help and all the guidance you've given others, you get that back when you, she said it's, it's, she just shows me like it comes all at once from all, from every part of you. Yeah. It's and I just I know you have to go, Jennifer. But it, just on a final note, on the Facebook page from Randall Kleiser, he's got video of her singing "Is That All There Is," and it's a wonderful tribute to you, and it's a wonderful tribute to us yes, because yes, it's yes. not. <laughs> he said, "Yes, yes, yes. Love is all that there is. Love is all there is." Thank you so much, Jennifer. Thank you so much, Sally and Luana and all the peeps who decided to stop by today. This has been Hacking the Afterlife podcast with Jennifer Schaefer. For more information, jenniferschaefer.com, martinizone.com, or richmartini.com. Hacking the Afterlife documentary is available on gaia.com via Amazon Prime.